if you really play out like how could it all go wrong, you can equally play out how you would real time adapt to that situation. It's not the end of the world if it doesn't work out, especially on the first try. When you screw something up, you learn a bunch of stuff, fail up, try it again next time and keep cruising. You'll learn something from every time it doesn't work out as expected. Grow your cleaning business, make more money, have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Condry and Brandon Shane. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Profit Cleaners, where you're in the place to learn from the top 1% of cleaning business owners to level up your game, win in this industry, and take it to the next level. I'm your host, Brandon Shane, and I'm joined by my co-host, Brandon Condry. That's right. And today, we're going to be talking about something very important. It's actually a fear a lot of us have when we're starting any business, but mm -hmm. specifically in this business, and that is the fear of hiring people. And so we're going to talk about today why you need to face that fear, why now is such an important time to be hiring. If you want to grow your cleaning business, you've got to get good at hiring, you've got to get good at delegating. And so we're going to talk about facing that fear today. And actually, wanted to start out reading a really cool story that yeah. we got from one of our customers. So we're going to go into that and the details of this, guys. But just wanted to reach out to all of you that are probably thinking this in your head, mm -hmm. because I was thinking this when we first started. I'm sure you were too, right? And it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a scary place to be because you're like, oh my God, yeah. we have to hire people to get this done, right? And that's and, a scary and pay feeling. them and train them and do all the things. Yeah. So this is one of our customers reaching out and had a great question. I want to share this with you guys. So she says, hey guys, I recently started listening to your podcast just last week. Needless to say, I'm addicted and I've had my cleaning business for almost five years now. I just started it after realizing I was never home or I just started after realizing I was never home to see my kids, just wanting more freedom. This is, again, when we started our business, same thing. We wanted to start a business that created freedom in our life, not just another job. So I'm sure a lot of you guys relate. I worked from sunup, sundown. I was miserable. I started on the cleaning side and quickly left my eight to seven job and went all in. I have never regretted it. I have, however, been having a difficult time hiring. Point blank, I am scared. Scared that I won't be able to pay them. Scared that I can't train them and continue to keep working in the business to keep money coming in while I am training. Your podcast has inspired me to push forward, make the tough decisions, stop being scared, and just take the leap. So I'm really interested in your courses. Awesome. The courses are going to teach you guys how to get more of those customers, how to close those customers. And we've got other stuff coming out as well, the processes, the techniques, all that stuff. But she said, I'm really interested. I look, looked up the course curriculum, love everything you guys have. But mainly your question is, I'm scared and I'm scared of, to hire right. and I'm scared to delegate. How do I do that and how do I get so, over that, right? So how to overcome the fear. Right. So let's talk about it. Let's work the fear. All right, so the fear is I'm working in the business. I got it solidly dialed in right now. I want to expand. I can't expand without getting more people. You're scared about how to pay them and how to train them. Right. So there's a couple things you could do. We've got an episode that came out recently about hiring during the 2021 unemployment windfall for everybody on how to get around that. So take that info into account to try and get the good people that you need. And then part of it, I think, is that you need to trust the people that you hire. So you need to be comfortable with the ones that you hire. If it's yeah. a hard hiring market, you can't be that picky, but ideally you're going to be able to get someone who has some kind of cleaning experience so you're not training from scratch. Yeah. Cleaning, although like, you know, we're trying to make you all set your cleaning companies apart from everyone else. Cleaning by and large is cleaning. You yeah. take a rag and wipe down this surface and you can interchange uniforms and brand stories and the equipment and chemicals that are going to be used in there to make it more unique. But the actual nuts and bolts of cleaning is pretty much the same. So if you can get someone that has been cleaning... You're already off to a great start. Yeah. And I think just to kind of circle back, like a lot of this, guys, is, is a mindset shift. So 
I can go back to like pretty much any business I started in the past 10 years with doing lots of different businesses, but a lot of the fear even I've had was hiring actually real people, like physical local people in my community. Some of the other online businesses I've had was all virtual. It's a little easier when someone you're hiring someone on like a virtual Upwork or something and they're across the world or another state. It doesn't feel quite as real and I don't know. So I had a little easier time with online businesses, hiring help mm -hmm. and getting mm -hmm. people on my team that way because it was like fractional, right? Five hours a week, this person would work. And so when you're thinking of a cleaning business, you're like, oh my God, these are going to be 40 hour a week, full-time people. I'm scared to do that. But it's this mindset shift of you can't be the chief like bottle washer, cleaner, and salesperson, and the marketing person, and the customer service rep. Yeah. You can't, can't do it all, and right? Bookkeeping so. and bill paying and all that stuff. A lot of moving parts go into any business. And if you're going to yeah. grow, you just get more moving parts. So you got to separate yourself from working in the business to working on the business. And we're going through a really cool book right now called Traction. I By think. Gino Wickman yeah. called The Entrepreneur's Operating System. That's what he teaches you. Yeah. So that's kind of like for businesses that are like in practice, but it's like a way to really dial in and tool everything so that everyone's kind of on the same page. We'll give you a report on that when we finish it. We'll give you our book report. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but there's this concept in that book that I think really solidifies this, this idea in my mind, at least. And he talks about it's like you're hanging from this rope or it was a vine. A vine. And so most entrepreneurs are hanging on this vine and they've got a huge drop and they've got a huge amount to go above them. But you really got to let go. And it's, it's this letting go and actually letting other people do the work and delegating that work is so important. And that's really a huge struggle a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with. I struggled with it a lot. I know Brandon has. We all have because it's, it's like you want to like keep everything in your control. You think that you're the best at doing everything and you're not. And that's where you got to be honest with yourself and really start to humble yourself and be like, what am I really good at? What am I super passionate and talented at? What's my gift? And how can I focus and double down on that? And then I can let other people and let them empower them to do the best job they can do. To fill in the gaps. To fill in the gaps. So, and that's I mean, how you really do it. And that's yeah, how you scale. You're running the business. So your gift is going to be that I'm passionate about the business. And maybe you're really good at spreadsheets. Or maybe you're really good at ordering. Or maybe you really like talking to the customers. Fill in the holes that you don't have. So we hired a, a CFO recently who's part-time. He's amazing. He's like a business coach. I think we're gonna. it's going to work out really, really well. I'm terrible at cleaning. I never wanted to clean. So we hired cleaners to do that and developed yeah. a sort of training system around it. So there's definitely ways to do it. But if we go back to this person in particular who is mm -hmm. scared of doing it. So there's a couple of ways that I think you can kind of counteract that. We've always told you in a couple of different episodes and in the course that a really good way to boost your business in general is to do free cleans for people that need it. Uh, teachers, first responders, whatever you're passionate about, find that community. Tell them we're going to clean your house for free. Bring in these three people that you hired. And then this is going to be a training opportunity. We're going to use it as a learning opportunity to clean mm -hmm. the house. You can correct like, hey, we don't do that or we do this differently or whatever. So right. you're in there with them. Watch them do that. Tack on as many free cleans as you can kind of take. And then the exchange for the free clean is please leave us a review about how we did. And then you get a couple five-star reviews in there that kind of boost the business as a whole. You got some training time in there with the team. And then your concern was that she wanted to still bring in revenue while being able to train them. Right. So don't take out a whole week of free cleans where we're going to train everybody. Like do one a day and mm -hmm. then maybe have one person come with you to the paying customer at a time to kind of work them into the system so that you're not guinea pigging the customer, if you will, the paying customer. Mm -hmm. And then the other way that I approach it, because I'm very numerical, I'm a spreadsheet dude. Mm -hmm. How much money do you need? Reverse engineer it. You've got three people. Let's call it on the high end, $15 an hour, depending on where you are in the country. So $45 an hour for the team of three. You multiply that over a month, four weeks of 40 hours a week. That's $7,200 before whatever employer taxes you're responsible for. 
So you need $7,000 to be able to get them a month. You should have them fully trained, I would think, after a solid week. This is like really overkill on how much money you would need to feel safe to do the experiment. So how can you come up with seven grand? Borrow some from friends and family. In our market, $7,000 would be bi-weekly cleaning on 2,000 square foot houses, call it. So if you can find someone that will lend you that money in exchange for we'll clean your house for the next two years, that's an option. I closed out a retirement account to start this business. Talk to a financial advisor, depending on your age. I was comfortable doing it because I got time to make it up and I'm confident that the business is just gonna keep going on the rocket ship that we're on. That's also an option. When you start really doing the math, it feels like a lot. Mm -hmm. It's three people and then we're paying them $40,000 a year and I need so much money to do it. But if mm -hmm. you break it down into the, when can I get them up to speed so that they're cleaning and servicing the existing customers, that frees up all the time. As soon as you are not cleaning houses, you're not actually doing the cleaning part. The amount of time that you'll have left to then focus on getting new customers in to pay for those cleaners, you'll be surprised at how fast that will move. Absolutely. I would say every time we've hired people, even in the beginning, especially, it, was, it started with the cleaners. I cleaned myself in the beginning. We learned the process, so we understood everything. But Brandon and I know that we're not the best cleaners. We know that's not our skill set. We know that we don't, we're passionate about building businesses and other things to grow the business, working on the business, not in the business. Hey guys, just wanted to let you know that we are taking one-on-one -on -one coaching clients and it's awesome. So if you wanna be navigating the industry trends, figuring out how to grow your cleaning business to the next level so you can win, get more customers, have better systems, have better retention, all that good stuff, then hop on one of our coaching calls and we'd love, we'd love to help you guys out. So to reserve your spot, head over to profitcleaners.com slash coaching. Once you make that mindset shift, I think we should tell them the story of when we hired Claudia, which is one of our, right, our office managers. That's a good one. And I was telling Brandon, we got to yeah. do this, man. We got to grow. We got to <laughs> delegate this stuff because I know we can call customers. I know we can do customer service yeah, and all yeah, that stuff, yeah. but it's not fun. I get stressed out. I know you were getting stressed out. I was getting really stressed out talking with customers, and especially I was like, when they had complaints. Yeah, and we were like, you're so stressed out. You shouldn't even talk to these people because we got to be working on the business. Brandon and I had this same fear that yeah. you guys are experiencing. We we're like, God, we're fearful that if we hire, we're not going to have enough money to pay them. And then we're going to just crumble and it's all going to fall apart. And it's just like this fear drives you into this hole that you're, it's negative. You got to spin it the other way and you got to start thinking abundantly. And you have to start thinking, well, once we hire this person, it's not only going to free up all my time and energy, but we know that the money is going to come. We know that it's going to offset and it's going to bring in more revenue if you're making the right hires, if you're scaling the right way. In order to do that, you got to have your systems in place. Of course, you got to be efficient first, but just knowing that as you grow, the more you delegate, sure. the more you empower other people, the faster you are going to grow because everything just moves forward without you. You can't just rely on you. It's going to yeah. break. So with Claudia in particular, that was yeah. our office manager. When we hired her, that means there was someone in there to answer phones. So mm -hmm. we weren't missing calls because I was at a sales estimate. Someone was there to pick up the call. You want an estimate? We can get you scheduled. It was a customer saying they had a billing problem. Can we sort it out? The customer service side was what really boosted it right away. And so that just put more people in the funnel. More people came through mm -hmm. to get credit cards in there and pay. And so that was it. And the mm -hmm. way we paid for it initially was we had a deal with our mentor in Denver, Corby. We had a consultant thing worked out with him and we had a monthly payment that we were doing. We just negotiated with him like, look, can we skip the next six months of payments and double up on them for the latter half of the year to make up for it? Mm -hmm. And they were game for that. That was just a way to get creative. So like, do you have some suppliers that are negotiable that you might be able to finagle some wiggle room and some cash to kind of work that out? And I, we should have hired Claudia from day one. It would have made such a huge difference. That's my hindsight is 2020. At the time I was definitely like, well, we're not even paying ourselves. Like, are we going to pay this person? That was when we were brand new. And yeah. 
obviously things are working out just fine. So the mindset, get someone in there, get the right person on the bus. You don't want to hire a landscape company to service the business if you don't have customers coming in there. That's a real life example. But you do need someone to answer the phone. So try and figure out if you can make a VA come in right away to be able to help you tweak some stuff that's happening in the office so that you mm -hmm. can then work harder on getting the teams trained faster. Those things are, that's all a bunch of knobs and sliders and you can just adjust it to get the right amount of efficiency that you need for the next month and then tweak it so that, okay, now I'm going to refocus on sales to keep going. There's lots of different ways you can do it. There's lots of different ways to skin a cat. So go do it. I mean, I know you're afraid of it. It is a lot to do it, but if you just jump in with both feet, you just fully commit, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's what it's all about, guys, is jumping in, all in, all in mentality, meaning you can't give your any excuses to fall back on. And if you have that mindset, you're going to find a way to make it work. Yeah. If you give yourself an excuse like, well, if it doesn't work out, I'll just start doing it again, or you're going to fall back into that trap where you're creating a job for yourself. You'll start thinking, how can you be like, think of it like a baseball team. You might start down on the field. You might be throwing those pitches at first. You might be cleaning everyone's going to start there somewhere, right? Washing the dishes or wherever you are in the business, business level down here. But as you grow, you want to get up in the skybox. You want to get up in the, the arena where you're looking down at your team and you're calling the shots. And you can't call the shots if you're down on the field. You can't work on the business if you're down on the field throwing the ball around. So you got to get from maybe starting out cleaning, but having that confidence, having that mindset shift to know that long-term, big picture vision I have to work my way out of the business so that this business can take on a life of its own and it becomes its, right. almost its own thing. And the people that you're empowering create teams underneath them and they're empowered to solve problems and do stuff without your approval because they're empowered. They have responsibility. And that makes for a much healthier, happier culture anyways. Yeah. Like when people are empowered, it's not like... This. Less micromanaging. They know that, okay, I don't have to call the owner of the company to ask if I can buy office paper or staples or more cleaning company because... Right. You empowered them to make decisions that were less than $500, whatever it is. That empowerment's key. Yeah, so a lot of mindset of delegation, read these books, Traction, Clockwork's a great book that we've worked through yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. that talks about this idea of delegation and it's such a hard concept for people in business, ourselves included, but you gotta work on that. 90% of business is mindset. So work on that mindset, guys, to shift it, to face your fears. Once you face these fears, you'll realize that it wasn't even that scary in no, the first yeah. place, right? One last thing on fear. I definitely suffer from anxiety and this was a big deal when we were in the beginning and I was super stressed out. And so I can't remember where I, but the advice was play out the worst case scenario. What is the worst absolute right. case scenario? I hired these people. They totally screwed up. We lost some customers. I fired them. I went back to cleaning. I learned a bunch of stuff. We'll try it again next time. So if you really play out, like how could it all go wrong? You can equally play out how you would real time adapt to that situation. It's not the end of the world if it doesn't work out, especially on the first try. Failure's growth. When you screw something up, you learn a bunch of stuff, fail up, try it again next time, and exactly keep cruising. You'll learn something from every time it doesn't work out as expected. It's like a natural science experiment. Yeah. I thought it was gonna do this if I hired these people. Nope, didn't work out. What did I learn? Next time I gotta ask this question in the interview to weed out this specific type of candidate to make sure I don't get that one the next time around. Yeah, and this is kind of another concept that just got me thinking of the lean startup method, which is get your minimum viable product out there as fast as possible to the market. Get your cleaning teams out there, your new hires, get them out there and let the mistakes happen. Get that feedback, let some things happen, then take that into your feedback loop and improve and improve and improve and then put it back out in the market and then improve, improve, improve and put it back out. And by the time your competitors are maybe 
they delayed for months and months and years even to do what you're trying to do. You've taken this feedback and made it so much better and you're consistently taking action that you're so far ahead of all your competitors and everything else because you're taking that action and you're just doing it. You burn the ships, you went all in, there's no turning back. And that's how you face that fear and that's how you conquer that. And once you do it, you will see the results, you'll see the momentum and that's how you do it. You'll just feel better. Speaking of minimum viable product, we know that you guys keep asking about the cleaning processes course. That is something that we are very, very highly aware of and we are constantly working on in the background. We are trying to get a beta version of it put together that we would release to a select few of you to kind of get some feedback on mm -hmm. if it's missing anything, if it is what you thought it's going to be. Stay tuned for that. We will obviously let everyone know on all the social media channels whenever that's available, but that is definitely still in the pipeline. So keep a lookout. Absolutely. So if you guys got value out of this podcast, uh, video, wherever you're watching this and consuming this content, please add value back to us. Reciprocate. Click the like, click the subscribe button. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. What are you doing to face your fear and to hire people? And what are some stories and experiences you've had? Yeah. Let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback so we can make this show better for you guys to help you out better. It's Absolutely. A, it's a big circle of everyone helping each other. It's so. a circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right, so keep it clean. Yeah, keep it clean, guys. See you on the next one. See you on the next one. Thanks for joining us today. To get more info, including show notes, updates, trainings, and super cool free stuff, head over to ProfitCleaners.com. And remember, keep it clean.